Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the AIM Sisters podcast. You're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Setting, bringing your favorite twin talk of the week. And in this episode, we wanted to talk about questions and thoughts and introspection and all those things that comes with the end of the year. Um, December is here, and for us, this not only means the holiday season and the end of the cycle, as for everyone else, but also our birthday. So our birthday is December 13th, and it's coming along pretty soon. Um, so I guess this makes us think about how our life has been going and what we've accomplished, what things have changed, the things that remain the same, what we want to change. Um, and just like this milestone, I guess, and this point to stop and reflect. But we thought that we wanted to share this process with you because it's important not, not only for birthdays, but also it's a great exercise for the end of the year for, to everyone, I suppose. Yeah, and I just wanted to give a big shout out to all the Sagittarius out there making their life plans as well during their birthdays. And for everyone else who is thinking about making a change in the next year and also contemplating your life right now. Even if you're not planning anything big, it's always a good thing to reflect and know where you're standing right now. That's right. So why don't we start? I want to ask you one question first. And I think it's a good question because it reminds us that we should also appreciate the things that are good to mm -hmm. keep a positive mindset. So what are you happy about from the past year that you will continue next year? So the thing I'm happy about this past year, I think I can separate in a few categories, I suppose. One is like an inner state. So I'll say resilience. Like this year was not easy in many aspects. A lot of things changed. and But all those challenges made me more resilient. And I think this is something that I'll bring to life in future experience. I'm really happy about it. The second one is like relationships wise. I think I found really good relationships like friendships. Um, and even though I might move somewhere else and I'm not able to contact them so easily, um, really, I trust in myself and my ability of making friends now. And I think that's a good thing. I think I, I learned how to have a balance, you know, give and take and all those things. And I'm also happy that I'm healthy. I'm really happy that I'm healthy throughout this whole time. And what about you? What are you happy about from the past year? I guess, like you said, I'm also very grateful and happy for my health because despite everything that, that happened during the past couple of years, we're still doing very fine and no problems at all, even when we had to travel. Um, I think I was happy as well with my mindset I'll say I guess I'm having a more positive mindset than I used to have before I think it's because I maybe because of like gratitude journals and meditation or things like that but it's something that I want to keep doing and that I'm grateful for I think it makes me more grounded and calm even though I'm not perfect at all I still have a lot of work to do but It's helping me out a lot. Um, and I guess I'm happy 
with myself as I think I can live okay with myself. You know, I don't need anyone else to feel I'm complete or to feel I'm not lonely. You know, I kind of like to be alone. So this is also another thing that I would try to continue for the following year. That's a good answer. I agree. Like feeling comfortable with yourself is super important. Another one, before we go to the next question, I think is being courageous enough to make big changes and to make big decisions in, um, in our lives, you know, because this year we made some big decisions and probably is going to change, you know, our destiny. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I'm proud of myself for that. So it's a happy thing that happened. So I will try to continue this for the following years and not being afraid of, you know, following my heart and making decisions that I know are right for me, even though things may not look like that from the outside. Yeah. So can I add another one that I'm happy about? Sure, sure. I'm really happy about how lucky I am and how much I trust in life in general. Like you said, taking those big steps demand a lot of courage in a sense that like you trust that the universe will be there for you and good things will come out of your bold choices. So I've always been this kind of happy-go-lucky type of person somehow. Uh, although I plan for things, but I think the more you trust that everything will be fine, they are. So I want to, you know, lean into that more and more as the time comes. So can I ask you another question? Sure. Are there negative thoughts that you want to or you need to get rid of? Because not everything I so. is. I guess everybody have to deal with that, you know. I think it's very... It's okay to have negative thoughts once in a while. But, you know, I think negativity is not good in our lives, even though it's part of life. It can be a source of inspiration, for example, for writing a poem or something like that. But some negative thoughts that I would stop if I can next year would be stop um, doubting myself or my capacity to do things or to question um you know like have certain expectations for myself because i'm you know becoming 25 so i guess i would you know just give myself time and respect my my pace you know because i'll get to the points i want to get in life somehow but i don't need to rush and that's one thing that i'll stop i'll like to stop you know Yeah. What about you? Mm, I think I saw this person online saying one thing that really stuck with me. And I'm like, oh, gosh, this is true. Like, um, everyone knows about love languages, right? So if you think about, like, self-sabotaging behavior, usually it's the exact opposite from your love language. And I realized that about myself, too. So when you're not feeling great about yourself, you tend to behaviors that are, you know, self-destructive or self-sabotaging. For instance, um, 
My love language usually is acts of service. And what I tend to do when I'm not completely fine is like procrastinating a lot. So if you think about it, they are exactly the opposite. And some people say like when their love language is, for example, words of affirmation, they tend to have really negative self-talk and those things. So I found like, wow, this is true. And it's really incredible. So one thing I want to improve is like having meaningful focus time. So like get rid of procrastination, I would say, because when you're in flow or when you're doing something you like, you don't really procrastinate. And I think this is a good, you know, like compass to see like what you like to do, honestly. And I also like believing in myself more and knowing that I can do things because sometimes I get a bit overwhelmed by things. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, you know, like the self-doubt. So it's like, get rid of the self-doubt, embody more empowerment. And like, of course I can do this, you know, be more confident. I think that's one thing for me. I guess the self-doubt is very similar for both of us. Yeah, it's like a negative thought that we both want to overcome. I think perfectionism is another thing to overcome as well. But I think the exercise with our blog, like posting every week and even the podcast, is a great exercise to get rid of perfectionism. It's like, I'm just being raw and honest here. I know not everybody's going to read what I'm writing. And I know it's not like the best poetry in the world and all those things, but like, I still love doing it. So I'm going to keep doing, even though it's not perfect. So I have another question for you. Do you have any fears you want to conquer? Uh, Fear. I don't know if I have fears necessarily. I think there is this thing behind my my mind that is like fear of, you know, maybe being rejected somehow. You know, like you do your best and then someone goes and say bad things about you, you know, or this kind of judgment. I think I'm afraid of other people judging me badly, you know, because I want people to like me. I want people to accept me. Like this is some healing that I need to do still, but it's there, you know, I'm not very good with criticism. I mean, I don't think everyone is exactly good with criticism anyways, but it's something like fear of judgment, fear of not being accepted is still something I need to conquer. What about you? I think for me, this one is the same. Um, Fear of judgment, fear of being rejected. But another one that I would add which may sound a little silly, but it's a fear of mine. Maybe self-protection, but it's fear of bad things in general. I'm afraid of bad situations, you know, like really freaks me out. Being around bad people, bad, you know, what is bad, what is good? It's difficult to say, but you know what I mean. Dangerous situations or when things are not correct. When things are a little bit twisted or things are not according to the law or things are not written down, you know, things are like kind of bad. <laughs> I'm afraid of those things, really. For me, everything is like, has to be clear and right. And, you know, everyone knows it. So, yeah, that's one thing that maybe it's something that I need to conquer because 
maybe someday we have to deal with situations that Emerge. are not so nice. And, you know, I shouldn't be afraid of facing this side of the world as well. And I am really. <laughs> this brings me back a childhood memory of us getting out of the mall and the thing for the car didn't open. And then we had to call the, like, the security guard, basically, to just like open the thing for us. And when my sister saw the police coming, she started crying so badly. Are you going to get arrested? No, we paid for the parking lot. <laughs> just wanted the thing to open. <laughs> oh, no. The guard. Uh. Yeah. I remember. No, this and, and also, like, when we were children, we really hated people fighting. Oh, yeah. We would freak out, like, please stop fighting. No violence, please. please. People like, please. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was us. Okay, so going to another subject. Like we said, relationships are super duper important, when you're not. So... Are you do you feel you're doing everything you can for relationships? Like do you think you can improve somehow? Yeah, I think I could do better with that. I think it's something that I struggle, you know, to deal with people <laughs> and to keep long-lasting relationships with friends, even family, you know. I think sometimes it's just too hard to face the world and people's opinions and judgments and different ways of living their lives and although I know it's important to keep friends and family close to you sometimes I just don't know how it's a little bit tiring to be honest some situations so yeah this is certainly something that I have to learn and to work on and be more open to people I think mm -hmm. and learn how to deal with different situations and not just want to you know run away from them <laughs> yeah yeah what about you I'd say relationships are tricky when you're dealing with people that are very different from you you know when you have like like-minded people around you it's quite easy to keep a nice relationship because like you understand each other's boundaries you like the same stuff and you know, you know, you need time alone and all those things. But like even with friendships, sometimes um, personalities are too different or one person can be, you know, a bit selfish and the other person is too giving. So like, I think when there's like this kind of imbalances is hard. So I think you can improve in that side, like that part. Learning how to deal with people who are different from me yeah but I don't know exactly how because I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people too <laughs> like I know I need to improve that but man it's so hard I I'm really bad at like texting first someone or you know making small talk or checking in with people I'm really bad at doing those things so I understand why every phase of my life seems to have like a different group of people because I just kind of let them go, not, not intentionally, but yeah. Another thing that I think is important for everyone to think about is 
if you think about a new version of yourself, a new you, you know, the person you want to become, who would that person be? You know, and then after you have that clear idea in your mind, a clear vision of yourself, your new version, the new version of yourself, you can also think about, you know, where is my path leading myself right now? And if it's not in accordance to the vision I have for myself, what could I do to change that? Or which direction would be better for me right now, right? Mm-hmm. So do you want to um, give us an example of something that you realize or like one thing that you see in your path right now that you think would be better to improve or to change to become that best version of yourself that you picture in your head? Uh, I feel like embodying what you want to be is important too. So for example, if you want to be a super creative, confident person, start walking with confidence around. Like when you speak, speak confidently. You know, don't be afraid of expressing your opinions. Like even though at the beginning it might be super hard to become that part, that version of you, because you're like super apologetic. Oh, I'm sorry for giving my opinion. You know, if you want to be like more assertive, if you want to have a presence or something, start doing this. And don't be afraid of, you know, if other people pay more attention to you. It might be very uncomfortable at first, but you have to get used to it if that's what you want, you know? Or even, like, people you hang out with. If you want to be... I do think, like, our environment influences who we are. So if you want to be more creative, find people who are creative to hang around with you. So when you have, like, an idea, they won't look weird at you and say, like, all right, that's just her, you know? Um, I don't know. What about you? I think sometimes it's difficult for us to uh, imagine a totally different version of ourselves. I mean, for us, maybe it's not so difficult because we always had this since we were children. But I know some people who are like, this is me. Like, I don't want to be someone else, right? But that's the point. I think everyone can find room for improvement, right? So you can think like different areas of your life. If it's too complicated to imagine one person, like you said, um, someone that is more creative and speaks for, you know, their ideas. And if that's not for you, you can think about, for example, in terms of career or health or spirituality, lifestyle. Is there any area of your life that you think you could become a better version of yourself or you imagine in your dreams, you know, someone doing something? (laughs) For example. Something that I would love to be able to do one day is like handstands, practicing yoga. I'm afraid of doing that because I don't go to classes. So when I practice on my own, I'm really afraid of like hurting myself. (laughs) That happened. So that's like, yeah, that's like a silly example, small thing, but it relates to my lifestyle. I'll be, I'd like to be able to really practice yoga and really have strengthening my body to do things mm-hmm. you know like a handstand for example or a push-up whatever you know so um but you you know in our case we literally think about all those different areas all together and we really really picture life like one person that would have all the characteristics that we would like to have in the different areas of our lives right yeah And I think that goes into like the other thing, like how can you close the gap, right? Between 
who you are and who you want to become. I think it's like we said in many episodes, like one step at a time. Whatever you want to become, do one little thing. And when you realize the dream is not so far away, actually you're becoming that. It's like not something you need to achieve completely because nothing comes like in this gift box that is like, here you are, you know, now you're a yoga teacher, whatever. You know, you need to learn step by step, whatever you want to become. And the more you walk the path that you want to be in, the more you become what you want to be. So it's that simple. It seems it seems really hard because sometimes we don't know the path. But once you find it, just start walking it. Totally agree. Even if it's just like changing your mindset right now. Even if you have like no money to invest in something you want. If you change your mindset that you're able to do that, it will help you out. Yeah. Or like you said, even in terms of personality or characteristics of yourself, if you want to be more confident, even though you have no confidence at all, if you act like you're confident, if you start doing that, you will become that. Mm-hmm. Little by little, right? And you know, I think the great thing about aging, we're not old, but the great thing about aging, in my opinion, is like you have the freedom to become you. Because, you know, the older you get, the more independent you become, the less you depend on people. And their opinion matter less and less and less and less for you because you're just like, I'm going to do me. And that's me, you know. I think like when you're in an environment like high school or even university that you have to deal with the same type of people every day expectations are built and it can be really hard to get out of that but like when you grow up it's like you're your best friend you're there in the world like there's not much people judging you they don't really care about your life so like why should I care about what other people think anyway so I think it's it's really freeing to just become more you every time so that's why I think like when I'm 80 I want to be like hell yeah this is me and like have no regrets, you know, like instead of being like, oh, I wish I've done that. It's like, oh, I've done it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think another thing that may be helpful, a tip would be um, writing down what you want to change because we forget throughout the year. And, you yeah. know, you, by the end of the year, you can check in your notebook, you know, like I really changed that. Mm-hmm. Or you can, if you don't want to write it down, or write many things down, you can focus on one thing. You know, for example, Mm self-respect. And you you keep that stuck in your mind, like, this year I have self-respect. So every situation that comes up, you're like, self-respect, self-respect. So by the end of the year, probably, if you only focus, if not only, but mainly focus on that, by the end of the year, you're going to notice that you have a lot of self-respect, and you don't need to worry about that anymore. It's like, done from your checklist you know mm-hmm. and you can focus on another thing which is this is like you know the next year affirmations right they work if you say to yourself that you're such thing you know slowly they start to come into place so like self-respect good example if you're in a relationship that doesn't treat you the way you deserve this is not self-respect it's going out of the window if you're not treating me right you know to everything and even like treating yourself better 
you know, if you only eat junk food, this is not self-respect. So you start like, oh, okay, I think I'm going to learn how to cook this week, you know, or little things. Or like if you that. only talk bad things about yourself, are you respecting oh, yeah. yourself by saying you suck? No, no. Never say bad not. things about yourself. Like this is extremely important, people. Don't self-sabotage saying that you're not this, I'm not that, you know, like believe in yourself. Like even when I, I always snap myself out of that. If I have a negative thought, immediately I'm like, no, no, not here. You do not live in this mind. Yeah. And I have a clear example. It's so funny. There is a song. I think maybe you heard before. It's called Super Lonely. I think so. Yeah. It, the rhythm is very nice. And so it's stuck, it keeps stuck in your head. But it's terrible, the lyrics, in terms of, you know, appreciating yourself. Mm -hmm. So there was a time when that music, the song was like stuck in my head. And every time it came to my mind, I was like, la, 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 another song, another song, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to tell this to myself. I need to be nice to myself. Oh, yeah. Lyrics. They stuck in her head. Sing for me. When is a bad one? I'm like, get out of here. I like you, but not really. <laughs> and would you like to, you know, summarize a little bit what happened in your ear for our listeners? Oh, my ear. My ear was a weird, weird year, but well, I guess I did many things, but it felt like I didn't. <laughs> I stayed a lot of time at home, but I I saw my friends many times as well. I decided to do something completely different with my life and change countries. So I moved back to Brazil. I'm planning to move somewhere else soon. Um, I travel a little bit with my friends, which was nice, given the circumstances. And I finished my master's. So I think I did many things. And this change that I talked about, you know, was something that I thought about for a long time. So it was like a huge achievement for me being able to do that. You know, it was like taking many blockages from my own mind and my own heart and saying, I can do that. I deserve it, you know, and following what I really wanted to do. So it was a big year, I think, a, a year of transition i'd say mm -hmm. i think next year is going to be like many many things will happen more than this year even though this year was eventful mm -hmm. already yeah that's great thank you for sharing and you you want to share yeah my year was big <laughs> i think a lot of things happened and i had to look back in certain events because i almost forgot everything But like beginning of the year, I still had most of my friends here in Korea. So we hung out a lot. And in February, I was able to visit some cities I haven't been yet, like Ulsan and Gyeongju. That is like historical cities and the seaside. So it was beautiful. It was very cold, but it was beautiful. And then I had to focus extremely hard on my thesis. And that was like the most painful time of my life. Honestly, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. So when I say I gained resilience, big part came from that chunk between February and July. <laughs> February and June, I suffered, man. I stayed home and I worked so hard. And then, luckily, I got my thesis of defense in July and everything worked out. 
I went to Jeju, that is like an island here in Korea with my friends, but it's called our last summer trip. And then a lot of people went home. So it was a lot of goodbyes this year too. I had to, you know, kind of wrap a cycle that was living here in Korea. I started working this place I'm working. Uh, I wanted to work in that building kind of <laughs> for a long time. Like it was a dream of mine when I first came to Korea. I just, you know, set the idea how wonderful it would be to work here. And like three years later, I got the job. So it was actually my first real job. Um, so I'm still here, but I'm not staying much longer. Um, and then I had my graduation in August and I moved cities. I left Seoul and came to live in Incheon. Um, a lot of things happened, a lot of goodbyes, like I said. And I realized like it's, a, it's the end of a cycle for me too. And I'm actually comfortable with that. It feels right. So I always have like this thing inside that is like this need to move, others are this need to stay. And I really feel comfortable moving now. So it's, it's not like a sad ending, it's a happy, proper, nice ending. So it feels nice. It feels that I grew so much, um, but I'm super excited for the next step. Like my sister said, I'm, I'm visiting my parents in Brazil, spend New Year with them, and then we're moving somewhere else. God knows it's where. It's crazy. And I it's decided. It's so crazy because, I mean, we parted our ways, and now we're finding our ways back. You yeah. know, like, we're going the same direction now, and it's so nice. And it feels divinely orchestrated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the decision was kind of rushed for me, what I was going to do next. My sister was more sure about it, and I was like, man, I don't know. And I thought about doing something else because it was like more safe. But then I was like, you know, whatever. I'm going to go for what I really want. And I just took a leap and here we go. <laughs> Next year is going to be big. Capital letter big. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for the changes. Hopefully, oh, yeah. you guys will stay with us. Yeah. And also, we want to hear from you guys. What have you learned from 2021? And what are your expectations for 2022? And it's going to be 222, angel number. It's going to be awesome, guys. It's going to be way better. I have hopes. Hopes for the future. <laughs> um, yeah. Let us know how the year has been. Share with us. Share your Christmas traditions, your New Year tradition, everything, what you learned, what you cried about. You know, <laughs> we're here. Thank you so much for listening to us once more. Don't forget to check our website. Truly, it's quite nice. Aimsisters.com. I hope you like it. Um, get to know us better. And if you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps so much. And thank you so much for your time and for listening. I hope to see you in the next episode. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.